we're looking at the 70 weeks prophecy that covers 70 weeks and it's part two. We looked at part one when we last met a couple of weeks ago. And last time we studied this book, Book of Daniel together, we looked at chapter 9, verse 24, and we saw that as Daniel was praying in sackcloth and ashes for the sins of the people, the Jewish people, and his own sins, God sent the angel Gabriel to tell him about six things that would be accomplished over a period of 70 weeks, where 70 weeks is taken to mean 70 times seven periods of time, or 70 times seven weeks, uh, seven years. If you can do your seven times table, you'll know that 70 weeks, or 70 times seven periods of time, equals 490 periods of time, or 490 years. 70 times seven equals 490. It's, it was seen that without exception, all six accomplishments in verse 24 pointed to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's remind ourselves what was said in verse 24 of chapter 9. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. There's six things there in that verse 24. And Jesus would be the one who would be wounded for the transgressions of all that believe in him. Jesus would himself bear their sins in his own body at the cross. Jesus would reconcile hell-deserving sinners to a holy and righteous God by the blood of his cross. Fourthly, Jesus would remove their filthy rags of self-righteousness and adorn them with his own everlasting righteousness. Number five, Jesus would do all those things in fulfilment of prophecy. And last of all, Jesus would be anointed by God for the great work of redemption. Massive emphasis on it all being about Jesus. And that's how I can, that's how I intend to continue with part two of our look at this 70 weeks of prophecy. It's going to be all about Jesus. Today we'll look at verse 25 through to the end of the chapter. Let's have a look at them now. Verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem... Unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks, and threescore and two weeks. The street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublous times. And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the Prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, 
and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Those verses, they divide up into 70 weeks, or, I really, I hope you get this, I don't want to confuse you with it, 70 weeks, in other words, 70 times 7 periods of time, or 70 times 70 years. Multiple, do you times them together, 70 times 7, 490, 490 periods of time, 490 years. And those three parts are divided up unequally, unequal periods of time. Seven periods of time, 62 periods of time, and last of all, one period of time. All those periods of time, you have to multiply by seven, and it's either periods of time or, or years. Let's see how we go with it. An explanation is given for each of those three unequal parts. Those three unequal parts that add up to 490 periods of time or 490 years altogether. I need to warn you that these verses have been explained in various ways over the years. Therefore, I do not want you to leave here today thinking that what you've heard from me this morning is most definitely the correct explanation. Neither do I want you to leave here feeling frustrated and angry with me because you disagree with what I've been saying. This is prophecy. It's not easy. I don't pretend to find it easy. I've read various commentaries and what I've had to do in the end, reading the commentaries alongside the, the, the scriptures itself, I've come to a conclusion what the most likely explanation is and that's what I'm going to bring to you this morning. But you are free to read it for yourself in your own time and reach your own conclusions. But let's not fall out over this. What I'm going to say this morning seems to make sense in the light of what we've already looked at last time concerning God's far-reaching plan of salvation from sin that extends not only to Jews but to Gentiles. It's a plan that has been wonderfully and everlastingly executed and fulfilled by none other than his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So with that said, let's uh, have a look at this prophecy. First of all, our verses for today speak of a period of seven weeks and a period of 62 weeks. We're going to look at those two unequal periods of time. As I said, there are three unequal periods of time altogether. First of all, seven weeks, seven times seven, 49 periods of time or 49 years. And secondly, the second period of time is 62 weeks, which translates into 400, 
and 34 years when you multiply by the seven. I'll give you a second or two to think about that. Again, I don't want to confuse you over the maths, but um, it's helpful if we do try and figure this out because really this prophecy came hundreds of years before Jesus came into the world. And providing I've got a, a reasonably accurate understanding of things, it's, it's amazing how this prophecy does all come together, as we shall see. Can you also see in 